Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Halijuku Podcast, where a couple dudes sit around, talk about East Asian pop culture, and all that it entails, well, mostly just the stuff that interests us. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan, here with me on this journey, on this endeavor, as always, is my buddy, my pal, my tag team partner. Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? Hello, welcome. Hello, hello. Yes. Hello, hello. Is it me you're looking for? Uh, welcome to Halloween. You. We're talking about East Asian pop culture. Of course, we start off every episode talking about what's caught our attention since we last gathered. Uh, Kaz, what's what's mm-hmm. new? What what have you been checking out? So something that has caught my attention is our our boy Dumbfounded, uh, once a very well known underground battle rapper, uh, now a kind of a kind of weird in inset into the Korean hip hop scene, right? Because he doesn't do a lot of his music in Korean, right? He still does a lot of his songs in English, um, and he's working on a new project. Um, I I forget. I think it's called Rocket Man is what I want to say. But the song um, is called Rocket Man. Well, this song is called Rocket Man, but I think the the Rocket Man EP. Yeah. So so it's the the project's called Rocket Man. All the songs that I've heard so far, super, super, super good, super interesting. And they're very, very dumbfounded, which means really complex lyrics and just super fucking fun. Um, And this is kind of one of the ones that had a video attached to it. I would have probably rather featured one of the ones i liked a little bit better but i like rocket man rocket man's just really good um if you can kind of go through and dissect the lyrics there's something in there (laughs) (laughs) um because it's dumbfounded so there's something in there uh but it's hype it's just uh overall uh, aside from that it's just a hype track it's a hype uh hip-hop track it's it's high energy uh it's it's uh, fun. The the visuals are really cool on the video too. Uh, it's just you know, dumbfounded, walking the streets of 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 uh, Seoul, I believe. <laughs> uh, just getting drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's probably Hongdae, but that's just me. It's just me guessing. But we're uh, he's just you know partying, uh, doing his thing. Uh, but yeah, but the song is just hype as all hell, uh, which is really cool. Yeah, I I, I thought it was really good, and I I, I kind of liked. I I like dumbfounded, right? Because he he does what I think you should do with hip hop, right? He makes you listen to the lyrics, um, and that I I just think there's never anything wrong with that. I think that's always kind of the thing you want to do is is make people listen to the lyrics. I feel like so much we're getting away from that. Where we are in hip hop. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. And it's just it's just not where I want to be. But yeah. That that is beside the point. All right. Now on to some more hype shit. Uh my boy Jay Park also working on a new project. Um to 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 come out later, but this is a song off of this new thing that, that he is working on. This is called Get It All, featuring Cha Cha Malone. 
He provided, you know, and this is a, this, just in case you needed a cha cha beat boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, this is also yes. one of the things where uh, it, it's a J Park song primarily in English, which which he's been doing or or you've been seeing a lot of on YouTube. If you've been paying attention, a lot of his songs that that have recently released have also had kind of co-audio releases of of an English version of the songs. Yeah. Um, so, so there's something going on there. It's going on for a while. Cause, uh, uh, I know that, uh, I've used, uh, you know, like, uh, me like, yeah, had an English, uh, release, uh, we had mm-hmm. the Korean version with hoodie and then the English one, which I've used to sell sound bars. <laughs> yeah. And once, once that bass hits, be like, All right, sell me that sound bar. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and I don't know. I just think it's been it's been it's been interesting that he's been been choosing to do that a lot more now, um, which which we like we said, there there's some things that we talked about before with maybe him starting to do maybe more more American promotions and stuff like that with this possible Rockefeller signing that, that happened. Uh, yeah. So, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what comes of that. And I'm, I'm just I'm excited to hear more English J Park. I, I love hearing J Park in Korean, but like I, I feel like uh, to a slight extent, that's kind of the force to, to do a lot of stuff in Korean because of how he got his start. But, yeah. And I, I feel like he might be a little bit more comfortable doing things in English. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I enjoy J Park. He's fun. I enjoy, I love dumbfounded. So I love I love that these two guys are, are got their starts in Korea. Um, but well, they're not, you know, they, they're, they're very much f- kind of far from, from being in the Korean music scene, right? Like they're in it, but they're a little bit yeah. different, right? Cause, cause dumbfounded got his start doing battle, uh, doing battle fucking raps in LA know. and stuff like yeah. that. And releasing uh, music in LA and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still on my campaign of, uh, get Jay Park to, to replace Chris Brown. Uh, I'm, you know, it's old, my oldest yeah. bit, but well, not probably not my oldest bit, but one of my oldest bits, uh, and I'm sticking to it because I swear, it's like we, yeah. we'll all be better, we'll all be better off for it. Um, I also recently rewatched uh the Boys' Generation performance of G, which had 2 p.m., 2 a.m., and Super Junior members, including Jay Park, in there. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's fun. This this is a nice little fun part of J Park J Park's fat past, uh, especially when you listen to this this hard ass, like in your face, and you know wannabe gangster rapper, and hearing this song, and then you see him like dancing to G in like pink jeans. It's like, <laughs> but he did he did both am- admirably, and that's what matters. Uh, yep. So keep it, keep he did it what up, he had J-Park. to do, man. He did what he had to do. Really nailed it, uh, but yeah, keep it up, Jay Park. I want to see Jay Park succeed in all the all the ways. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, moving on. So uh, I have a couple of songs myself. A couple of things that caught my attention. Uh, new twice. Uh, this one's <laughs> not. A, this one's part of their repackage uh, from their pre, from their most recent album. Uh, the repackage for their first album now. It, called Merry and Happy. Uh the song is called Heart Shaker. And well you, you know what to expect. 
You know what to expect. It's a Twice song. <laughs> it's uh, it's bubbly. It's fun. It's a pop. It's pop music. It's catchy. Uh, they 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 look uh, they look great. It's got a simple dance, a simple catchy dance to it, uh, and they're going to perform it fantastically. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and it works. It it. <laughs> It didn't really do anything for me. I must admit, it just yeah. it didn't catch me. Uh, like I actually kind of don't even like it. Like, um, like I just I don't know. Yeah, it's not, and it's not. It's, I would say, yeah, it's not. It's not to the level of even their their last song, which I liked a lot better. I like you, like you, like you a lot better. Um, but it's nice. It's a nice little song. I I will say, yeah, it's it's definitely not. You can see why this was kind of like a not a full comeback. This is the repackage. Uh, let's put out a new song for the heck of it, uh, just because we got to do something something for the repackage. Uh, if this was like, if I had been waiting for an album and this was what they came out with, I'd probably be thinking just like I thought with Signal. I'd be like, come on. Come on, man. Uh, I guess I don't. I like Signal a little bit better, but yeah, I guess. But I, I, but but I'd be thinking the same way. But like, I, I didn't mind it. Just as a kind of like a a fun little song that's not consequential. Uh, not uh, so it's just a nice little song. Uh, but yeah, more twice. Uh, I need to get this album. Um, yeah. Aside from that, um. But moving on, I think moving on to the main release, <laughs> the main release, which is uh, kind of a, a legend in her own right, coming back again mm -hmm. a year from like her previous big release, which I absolutely enjoyed uh, in like in, in her previous comeback, like, I think, yeah, it was last year, uh, which was the first half of like this whole, I guess it's a double album. I mean, on two halves, the Cloud Dream of the Nine. Um, and this one, and so she she came back with a track called Ending Credit. Uh, and it is 80s as hell, and I absolutely enjoy it. Like, it is the aesthetic, the sound, the the feel, the approach, the the personality. It's all very, like, evocative of the 80s, and I absolutely enjoy it. Uh, she sings fantastically in this. The song is really good. The instrumental is really cool. It's very synth wavy, uh, very eighties pop. Um, and I think all of it works really well and is, it's a fun listen. Uh, it's, it's cool. It's engaging, uh, and nostalgic and, uh, yeah. And um, <laughs> Jung Hwa is, is fantastic. It just, uh, I, I, it's almost like it, because obviously I, I I'm not as familiar with her work, obviously because I came into K-pop you know fairly recently, like only a couple of years ago, and she's of before my time. But uh, I'm glad she's making music, and I get to be familiar with her, uh, because this is this is cool stuff, and you can tell like she's she's like 
she's in a position where she's had so much experience and so, she's been in the business so long that she kind of could just get to gets to do what she wants, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of fun to just watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, what what did you think, Kaz? Um, I like the style of it. Like, I I I didn't super duper like the song. I I don't hate it in any way. I I I I think it's pretty good, but. I will say the I I liked that like you said that eighty style like that kind of reminiscence of like like some some older movies and stuff like I thought it I don't know I thought it was super interesting and then fun yeah I think it, it it worked well uh on all that I I, st- I think I still liked um the the dreamer and oh, I forget what the other song was uh it was the dreamer and then it was another another song oh watch me move. Those two songs, I think I like better than this one, uh, the first like first half of this whole album thing. But uh, well, basically just th- those two songs. But I still enjoyed this one, and I think mm-hmm. uh, it works well. And it's a cool song. Uh, so yeah, really cool stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on, just a, a random other one, not not a big song. Uh, cause we're not doing a lot of songs uh, this week. We're trying to keep things light and snappy. Uh, just a quick little like cover that uh, Lydia Lee, uh, a singer that we've talked about before, kind of uh, came into being known as the the one, uh, for her cover of Adele, uh, mm-hmm. and then kind of you know working with other artists has been working on like music and stuff and. Uh, working to debut she's had a couple of tracks that we've, we've talked about and enjoyed uh, at least i've enjoyed um you know obviously doing a different thing uh herself kind of more singer songwriter style doing uh, with her passion for like jazz and all this stuff um she does uh this really cool cover she updated uploaded to her youtube but she's had up on her soundcloud for a little while uh or at least on the artists with which with whom she's working with SoundCloud uh, for a little while uh, with a song called I Fall in Love Too Easily. Um, and it's it's a nice little jazz song. <laughs> it's her, yeah, it's, basically it's, a, it's nice. kind of a chill, like, it just has, like, a really chill vibe to it. It sounds really good. Her voice sounds really good on it. Like, it's not, it's not anything super spectacular, but I don't know. I, it, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I think it's definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth uh, looking to... Uh, both the artists, uh, Eliud Haller, Eliud Haller, Haller, uh, I wish I knew how to spell it properly, I would pronounce it properly, but uh, hopefully I got it close, but Eliud uh, Haller, Haller, uh, on piano and her singing, uh, definitely worth checking out both their sound clouds to see what else, and checking out specifically Lydia, because she's, uh, she has a nice, uh, Nice diverse, uh, like palette of sound, uh, sound uh, like a musical palette. So, uh, something uh, I'd say I'm gonna make sure to check her SoundCloud out and see what she's up to. Uh, I'm not, you know, it's because it's a new thing to me now too. <laughs> like, I'm not usually one to like really explore SoundCloud. I don't, I haven't, and I, I, I'm also, I feel like I've been neglecting myself. By not exploring uh, more sound clouds, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. There's I, I, I hear the I hear there's some hot mixtapes uh, in the SoundCloud, some some rappers uh, out there 
hustling. Uh, yeah, something worth checking out. Uh, go check out Lydia Lee. Go check out her songs. Um, but yeah, that's it for what's new, what's caught our attention in this week. Uh, nice and snappy. Uh, let's transition over to some headlines. Why don't we? Uh, as soon as I find the thing. All right. So headlines. Join us on the other side. Welcome back to headlines here on Halijuku. Talk about some topical topics, things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture, some news, some uh, updates, and on whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick update. Another uh, another one bites the dust update. Uh, Subin, Seti, and Ayoung all leave happy face, so Dalshabet are effectively done. At least we're, we're speculating. Uh, Subin, Seti, and Ayoung, uh, oh, previously of, of Dalshabet, have left happy face entertainment uh, following their contracts expiring, but Dalshabet won't technically be disbanded somehow. <laughs> because well so so we've it's, it's we've gone through this but they like, never want to announce it yeah <laughs> they never want to do the announcement. yeah we we've gone through this so many times at this point and i think it it, it kind of un, unless unless a company just really takes the the gusto to then just just re-q like with with different girls which then essentially these groups are done <laughs> when when people decide to leave after their contracts right especially, especially more than one person at a time um when you when you have a group of people leave if, if, if you have one person leave in in let's say a five person group okay you know you, you could say hey this group isn't done if, if if you have four people leave in a five person group no, that group is done. Okay, yeah. like I, I, I never understand the the pretend thing in Korean entertainment to just not say, hey, you, you just just give the really give a really basic fuck statement, right? Hey, things are are not necessarily going the way that 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 we thought that they would with this group, so. Uh, they're deciding to leave, and we're deciding that that to to go in a different direction. You know, like yeah. like, and we wish we wish the best to the girls, and when and we hope that that the people who love what we have done will will support us in new projects. Right? That's all you really have to say. Yeah. Like, like you don't have to do this thing where you pretend like like something is magically going to happen. Like we all we all can see that the writing on the wall like i don't even remember the last time del Chappet put out a release to even you know yeah think about like ha- having that pretend like oh you know what maybe it'll still be like another tour or two you know like oh, no i don't even i don't even fuck that yeah. like i don't remember any of that so uh and it's also i think a lot of it is like a, 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 a like i wonder if part of it is a pride thing like not wanting to admit that thing is over that thing failed and i think i'm wondering Maybe, if that's yeah. part of it uh i know i i suspect that also part of it is the idea of not wanting to start over 
Like, like they seem to be like, especially certain like labels, uh, b- want to make a a brand succeed. Once they've created a brand and a group, they want to make it succeed. This should succeed before I can decide to start something new. Instead of saying, "Okay, this failed," move it aside, move forward, make a new thing. Like, uh. Like and they'll even like worse when some when some uh, labels will like actually restock a group, and like they end up with none of the original members and like you know like you you know that group but you don't know who any of these people are and it never looks good like it never looks good and it never works <laughs> like that never succeed like uh so you might as well just start a new brand like. But they're so. I think it's just. Uh, it comes down to the risk risk averse thing, you know, being being afraid of risk. Yeah. So it's like. Well, see, then then this this being leads us more into willing our next to story, try right? to put, beat yourself beat your head against a wall than to risk trying to find a new wall, like, <laughs> or to risk trying to find a door, like you know. But I, you know, it's like you have this spot in this wall that you've been beating your head against. For so long that you know, the next time I beat my head against this wall, it'll break through. I mean, if I if I try to go find a door, I'll end up in another part of the wall, and I won't have made as much progress. It's like, but it's like it, it in the end, you still have a concussion, and you have nothing to show for it. Yeah, and and this kind of leads us into this other story that you have in here, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because this is cat. this is also happy face you know like making uh making smarter decisions i think i think probably making a bit of a smart decision uh i guess but but in a sense it 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 comes in the the sense of a clusterfuck right uh i mean dreamcatcher abandoning uh mix nine uh to focus on other activities like overseas concerts which uh by all accounts were weren't really well uh because they had they had a concert in Brazil, I want to say it's always like Brazil or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in Brazil, uh, you know, overseas concert, and they're announcing a tour of Europe, uh, which uh, people are really excited about. Uh, it's it's one of those things. It's like this. I understand. So in in lieu of that, um, they decided to. There's a lot of things back and forth that they either decided to pull out or were technically eliminated due to, due to not being able to active, act, be active in the show or whatever. I think it just has more to do with how much of a clusterfuck that show is. Um, right. The the clusterfuck of eliminating 71 of the 170 contestants, but then not actually knowing who they eliminated. <laughs> like... <laughs> This is like, yeah, it's like, uh, and and like, especially combining with the the only reason they put them on the show was like, all right, this is a chance to like, for them to be on a show. Oh, this is the show that YG is doing. Let's see, hopefully get that in front of you eyeballs. But then once they realize it's like, oh yeah, the show has like less than 1% in ratings. (laughs) It's like, hmm, we got a, we got a show in Brazil we can go to and go to Europe, like probably do about as good as like these are jobs <laughs> like these are some we have we have actual work <laughs> like like yeah we could we could make actual money as opposed to just sitting here getting not. stared at by 
by YG. <laughs> Not knowing who's eliminated. Like, are you, are you am I eliminated? Who's are they eliminated? I don't. I don't know who's eliminated. Like, like they they didn't tell us to go home. Like, like didn't. I, 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 nobody got told to go home. Like, but uh, we have less beds now. Like, what? What's going on? <laughs> uh, do do we have to play like musical chairs to figure out who's going to Right. Uh, it's where you just become the bigger man and you're like you know what i'll leave <laughs> i'll leave i'll leave oh. uh and yeah. I, I love uh i think the best thing that's come out of the show I've, i have not been watching mix nine uh i've i started watching some of the unit uh mm-hmm. which i enjoyed a little bit i enjoy a little bit uh but mix nine seems seems like I, I don't know. I, it's hard to pe- peg it. <laughs> it's not great. It's all YG a being show. a creep. But uh, I do love that. Uh, speaking of Dreamcatcher, the the some of the things coming out of uh, of the show is how like no matter what, Shiyun looks like she's absolutely miserable, <laughs> including when she's getting mm-hmm. praised for her singing. This is her getting praised for her singing, and this is a look on her face as if like somebody told her like they're gonna put her puppy down like <laughs> it's like you, you you know how to sing the song everyone should pay attention to her you, you're a great singer it's like <laughs> yeah, okay thank you yeah. i guess uh, and it's also her love of pain like the fact that she's uh everyone else on the show is like wearing cute like shirts and like shorts and being all like cute uh showing the legs and she's walking around in, like track suit and track pants <laughs> for every performance she's like wearing pants or like in the practice she's wearing like full like tr- like a sweater and uh sweatpants uh, like 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 no it's not like comfortable like, you know? <laughs> i'm just trying to be comfortable it's cold in korea it is cold as fucking korea it is like apparently it's like minus uh it's under uh it's below zero celsius in like nowadays in korea it's cold uh so you, you got you got to give her credit for that um but yeah good things for dream i i i think this is a good sign for a dream catcher i think that all in all you know the the girls of of Dal Shabbat are going to they're all going to find their path. Subin, you know, will continue to like be working on her own music. Uh, the other girls probably going to get into acting because that's what they've been doing. Uh, Wui will be there at the label all herself, but she, you know, she's got a pretty successful career in uh, acting. At least she's you know building something. Uh, so I think all in all, I think things are going to work out at least a little bit for them. I hope. I'm hoping. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, speaking of labels, uh, I don't know, uh, kind of a long article here, but a couple of long articles, but for both of the same things, which is talking about, uh, a journalist, uh, uh, Kim Jae-ha, Jae-ha Kim, uh, tweeting out that something a little bit, a bit uh, uh, that shouldn't be controversial, but apparently wasn't, was, um, uh, where she detailed that she was g- going to interview uh, one of the big three artists, an idol, um, where the a- agency gave her a list of demands, w- including a promise 
that they would sue her if she wrote anything negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like kind of ridiculous. Uh, you know, like you can't write and, and, anything bad or non-tour. I, I, I feel like someone in her position, because it was probably worded very loosely, right? So I feel like anyone in her position did the, the thing that they would do, which she was like, okay, you know what? No, thank you then. Like, <laughs> like yeah. thank you, but no. Yeah. Um, and, and she said that they, they, they sent her a, a nice little apology. Um, but then she got backlash from people. Yeah, saying like, oh, you should be... Basically, a bunch of fans being like, oh, you should have been grateful that they let you interview them and you should have... You shouldn't be all this, you know... Just because they, 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 you know, they're, they're protective of their artists. Uh, they're protecting Opa, you know? Like, uh, these, you know, this defamation stuff is, is they're protecting our, our artists. It's like, getting all defensive, cause it, which is funny because they don't even know who they're trying to defend. Uh... <laughs> And B, it's like they're trying to defend corporations. It's it's funny how people are so quick to vehemently support corporations like, doing business bullshit, like yeah. as if like they're like if they're the ones that they're a fan of. Like it's 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 comical. Yeah. It it's. It's these are the fans that we talk about, right? Like, like the, the, we we talk about these fans a lot, and it, you know, it it's just really, really, really just like yeah. odd, and I just don't get these fans. Um. And I just really don't understand it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, the big thing is... Uh, the fact that, that people constantly just, like... I, I just I don't understand these things. Like, I just I just can't get them, and I don't understand how, how fans are just blind still, you know? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think, and, and like, the the thing is, like, you know, and, and we have another article worth backed up, uh, talking about uh, another art, another journalist, Tracy Roby, uh, talking about how she was threatened with uh, a lawsuit by a, a Korean beauty company. Uh, uh, on, like, when it came to their, I think, uh, uh, a sheet mask sanitation issue, like, threatened with a defamation lawsuit and then like it comes down to like this thing like the 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 defamation laws in korea and then that's the other big debate which is the defamation laws in korea which people which fans like k-pop fans get way too excited and it's like every time i see the headline uh so-and-so company will pursue legal action against uh you know netizens making uh defamatory comments you know things like that and then always the comments are like yeah go get them protect the artist is like like why are people getting so excited about people using the legal system to stifle speech 
especially if uh, there's not even Korean citizens. It's like people on like Reddit on RK pop or in other places that are like, and many of them are American. Like, why are you like, and, and it's funny. It's like, this is barely ever used in this context, but this those same laws that are used specifically to stifle speech by other companies and by, by the government itself. And, but they're all excited about this. It's like, like, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> but I also love I also love like like even the Asian junkie, right? Who who in, in, in this thing gets mentioned, right? Is like initially I'm just like, yeah, okay, I, I understand that. And then they're like through through the confusion of other people, I, I even got to the point where I was like Yeah, fuck Asian jun- wait, hold on, wait. No, that's me, wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> like wait, what's happening? Like it's it's silly, you know, how how much stuff like that, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we got people. Asian junkie got wrecked. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's funny. It's like uh, and people wanted to misconstrue things, and it's fun. Uh, it, it's comical. Uh, I don't know. I think I think people need to step back and think about a who they're advocating, and like just because just like. Just the, the the these companies using the law to stifle speech is is not the right way. It just just to protect Opa or Ani is like it's not it's not helping. Uh, just calm yourself down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, it's not new. It's not even new to me. Like we've we've seen like people that I watched on YouTube uh, have issues with companies when they're trying to interview like artists and like the few opportunities they get. It's like it it becomes this weird back and forth about like having to vet questions. It's like you almost wonder like like man. It, it- do you think maybe to a certain extent it's it's kind of this thing where people are so just like blinded right like like they love they love their idols right and they're so blinded by that by the fact that like um and i love exo so much that they think that they also love the company behind them but they don't they don't understand the difference yeah yeah hey they don't love you. They don't love you. <laughs> right. Homegirl, they don't love you. Like um it, yeah, it, 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 it's like it has this weird sense of like an abusive relationship, right? Like yeah. it's just it's, like, it's like yeah, it's like you, you think all the things that this person is doing is for you to the to the fact where somebody brings up like, hey, I I don't think that thing that they're doing is is for your benefit that that you get defensive you're like of course it's for my benefit why wouldn't it be like just like yeah it's uh, it's okay i was it's trying classic, to help it's classic tribalism. <laughs> it's that classic tribalism that they that uh, it's it's like creating this thing where you feel like a similar to like a sports team fan like it's my team versus your team like we're succeeding together like uh and that's how that's how they pit 
fans against each other for profit. Uh, that's how they use their fandoms so that they can get their way as a corporation. And that's how they fit. Uh, that's how they're able to fit pit fans against individual members if they, you know, if they get a little uppity. <laughs> uh as well like it's uh it's it's something that's almost comical that people get caught up into but you you realize that the relative age of people that are involved in the fandoms uh and you realize the emotion and it's like yeah you understand a little bit why it happens you just wish it people wouldn't exploit it as much but then yeah. You have, as we mentioned, EXO fans, right? Yeah. There's also specifically who <laughs> then threaten like, the company yeah. for 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 not doing these things that we yeah. talked about. Yeah. Uh, so an EXO stand f- recently find, filed a gigantic ass formal complaint over alleged defamatory comments that stem basically from K- K-pop fandom fighting bullshit. Uh, I'm reading the uh, Asian Junkie article. Uh, while another Exostan got a permit to stage a protest against SM Entertainment due to them supposedly not taking shitty comments seriously enough, and in the end, seems seems like uh, seems like SM SM Entertainment did cave. For starters, let's tackle the peace war and peace formal complaints followed by an Exostan. Look at that shit! <laughs> like, damn! Like, uh, I want to see the spacing. Like, uh, I want to know if they if they single spaced double space you know uh you do some like you know 12.1 you know <laughs> on the on the you know on the on the uh 13 uh, 13 pixel you know to kind of cheat to get your de- you know you got to get those extra pages you mm-hmm. know fill out the whole paper uh yeah and then they talk about how they put it on twitter like they put in a pdf and all that uh and and there's a lot of back and forth about it's going back tomorrow, and her uh, people overseas don't understand that they have different laws. Uh, they're asking what the law of contempt is, things like that. Uh, so what does it mean? It means that in the midst of petty-ass fandoms, wars over K-pop bullshit, people on the internet were shitting each other, and since Korea has cyber-defamation laws, there's those laws again, uh, that permits suing people for just about anything deemed insulting, uh stands is is stands is allowed to waste government resources to litigate shit that was said during the midst of these fan wars as we've always mentioned in these cases come up the actual issue is that the law itself allows you to effectively wield it as a cudgel against any speech one doesn't like uh it's generally laughably dumb in cases like this but abuse of it by the government to put down dissenters isn't so fun so to cheerlead for this kind of bullshit application is less than ideal um yeah there's he goes on there's more to it <laughs> this this article has a couple edits where he you know there's some receipts about the where this came from and uh what's going on and then it looks like uh that sm entertainment in fact is going to uh at least said that they're going to do some uh they're going to put some legal action into things um but one of the one of the things i love about this right is is like you said the 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 comments on asian drinky articles are always core right and this one person it puts like 
in the, in their comments like you know this shit is so silly because like sm is gonna end up suing a bunch like like if, if this follows through right sm sues a bunch of people for for defamation and then these people have to then read these these things out in in like a court and in front of police and their parents and just be like yo so uh you know i said that they looked like a hard-boiled egg <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize. And I'm sorry for these things that I have done. You know, like, like, like what, what, huh, sweetie, go ahead, go ahead. What tell them what they said? Is is it Taman looks like Kai's mom? Ah. Well, their parents are lo- lo- sitting in the back, like, oh, at least we can save on college. <laughs> and there's just a lawyer sitting there like I, how do I fuck I went to fuck I went to lawsuit for this there's shit. 15 of these <laughs> like <laughs> we gotta do this all day fuck so, yep. um, yeah it's like <laughs> slap his head during sex um, it's just uh, it's just amazing that thought I think that's the one thing we can at least enjoy in our heads as, as, mm-hmm. as a good thought but so now i don't know who's worse is it the fans or is it the company it's i don't know i don't know anymore i'm confused now man everybody everybody's wrong <laughs> everybody's wrong and everybody's dumb okay everybody needs I, to I, I like that i like that i like that i think that that's where i settle to Every, everybody's wrong everybody's dumb everybody needs to stop yeah, Take a time stop. out. Go to your neutral corners. Think about what you've done. Everyone, yeah. even me, even Petey, everyone. Yeah, we need to. We need to all take naps. Just, just okay. take a nap. Chill out. Eat some chicken. Yeah. You know, have if you're old enough, have a beer. If mm-hmm. you're not old enough or are, you know are, are sober, have have a soda, or have a water. You know, have a have a. Have a uh, sparkling water of some kind, maybe something nice. And Just take a time out, collect your thoughts, think to yourself, and chill. You know, that's all it's yeah. about. Meditate a little, do some yoga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want, I want to get, on, I want to get on the DDP yoga, like yeah, some exercise, <laughs> chill out a little bit. Um, I think we've solved it. I think we solved yeah. it. A little bit DDP yoga for everyone. Mm-hmm. Once again, DDP solves all the world's problems. Diamond Dallas Page. Bang. Uh, yeah. Now that we've solved everybody's problems all over the world, mm. I think that I think our jobs here are, are are done at least for the moment. Yes. Kaz, what, what, what do you got going on? What what's uh, what's up? Check out Sports Odds and Ends, the show for the Fly By Night Sports fan. If you like sports, if you kind of like sports, if you think you might like sports, if you're wondering what esports is, and you're, you're just like, hey, my kid is into this. I'm I'm kind of maybe into this. I'm not really sure. I like those video games. I didn't know that they were played professionally. We will talk about those things all on uh, Sports Odds and Ends. We'll probably be talking about uh, next time the the uptick of, of live streaming sports on, on Twitch and other places. So... Uh, Definitely, definitely, definitely check that out. Yeah. I know I like sports. I mean, baseball not so much lately, but. <laughs> Look, you could, you could get into Overwatch now because I think yeah. Miami has a team. We, fl- Miami I, and Orlando share a team, supposedly. We share yeah. the Florida Mayhem. 
Uh, And our logo is kind of dumb. But oh no, all the, all the logos are dumb. So I will say the Soul Soul Dynasty is kind of dope. The Soul Dynasty is kind of dope, <laughs> and honestly, they might be my <laughs> Yeah, and which grant, granted, it's kind of like rooting for the, for the Yankees. Oh god, the Yankees. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, yes, uh, he's at King Kaz. You can follow all his exploits there. I'm at PD Rave. The show is Hallyujuku. Uh, keep a lookout for more stuff on there. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Uh, Rebelli TV on YouTube and wherever else I decide to put stuff. Um, we're everywhere. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Everywhere podcasts are and will be. Uh, we've even like started upgrading our pocket casts. Like. Squarespace made it so you can have like better show notes on things like Pocket Cast and iTunes. So you can have links in there. Just don't. Give it to me straight, Doctor. So yeah, like, share, subscribe to all the things. Until next time. Hostel the Swivels. Give it it to me straight, Doctor. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>